Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. This week on Erotic Awakening, slaves with limits, stagnant polyamory, and the European takeover. But before we get started, a quick shout out to our Patreon supporter and someone we know, so a friend, Goddammit Adam. <laughs> Among other perks, Patreon supporters get discounts to Dan and Dawn events, like the upcoming Power Exchange Unconference on December 7th. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. How are you this fine day? Tired. tired. You are tired. I'm not usually the one that naps. You napped all day yesterday. I, I, it's catching up to me today. I so. napped my little ass off yesterday. You Fri- did. You slept later than me, which is totally unheard of, and then... One nap, two naps, Friday, and went to bed early. Friday night we had kinky and geeky, so we were here <laughs> till, or you were here till midnight, shutting down. I was here till almost midnight. Uh huh. And then uh, Saturday we speed had dating all day, speed dating all day, and then the uh, Columbus Space Play Party Saturday night, uh-huh. which we were here till a good two a.m. shutting down yeah. that one. Yeah. So Sunday was the day of naps. Sunday at 11, we had the director's meeting and yeah, you napped all the way around that. And it's funny because I just, season two of the Kaminsky Method on Netflix uh-huh. um, just started and uh, I watched the first the first part of the first show of season two and um, the guy's going on a date. His wife's just passed and he's just bumped into someone new that, that he used to date, right? Mm-hmm. And they're both elderly. And um, he's talking to his friend and he's like, yeah, I took a power nap today. I mean, I took a long nap today. I should be good to 10. That <laughs> <So, laughs> sounds like us. Take a nap just to be good till 10 o'clock. I was going to say, first <laughs> off, um, you probably got confused there for a moment. Oh, podcast listener. No, this is not Should We Watch It? The other television-based one that we do, <laughs> uh, which I, I dropped an episode that on the Erotic Awakening feed oh, last nice. Uh, week since we did do an episode of EA. Oh, okay. And then, uh, well, that's be- are? those are just like five. Yes, five, five, minutes, seven minutes throw long. Throw yeah. So, but uh, good. I'll talk about the Kaminsky. I think I'm pronouncing it right with uh, Michael Douglas. So it's really good. Oh, you mean uh, Hank Pine? Huh? Hank Pine. Who's Hank Pine? All Hollywood actors now have a Marvel name as well because they're like all of them. Michael Douglas. Robert Redford, they've all been in Marvel movies now. Oh. He's Ant-Man's dad. Or right. Or, or the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so slow. It's so funny that we, <laughs> for the last couple of episodes, we go boom right into the topic. And today uh-huh. it's like, uh, blah, blah, blah. We're reminiscing. Okay. We're tired. Talking uh, about so today's topic, though, is what we're going to talk about today is the uh, idea that can. Uh, so somebody actually asked us this not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think it's a self-evident answer. We do. And I'm going to answer, and I'm going to get there backwards a little bit. We just came from Kinky College up in Chicago, had a fantastic time there. Oh, my there. gosh. I buzzed on that energy for three days until I crashed and burned. Absolutely. Sunday, we did both uh, advanced power exchange, mm-hmm. and then we did the good old Master Hank Master Hank, uh, yeah. Also known as... Uh, edge play. <laughs> yes, but submission is a gift and I should be cherished as the flower that Delicate I am. flower that I am. And other bullshit that Master Hank doesn't tolerate. Uh-huh. Side note, if any of you, and, and I know at least one listener is 
uh, or at least one person who was a Master Hank volunteer is going to listen to the podcast because we know they're a longtime listener and mm-hmm. go to almost all of our presentations. We very much dig that. Uh, but the point being, Master Hank is hardcore about power exchange. True. Master Hank is hardcore about power exchange. I don't have much to say during that class, but man, I have to be on point from beginning to end or, yeah. Yeah, I have to be on point. I have to be high protocol. I have to be paying attention. So that class is exhausting for me. And it's particularly funny because uh, you didn't prepare the notes the way Master Hank likes the notes prepared. Okay. You printed them out multiple ones on the same sheet. I did did your your Tulsa printout instead of your normal printout. Yes, and, and, and... Dan was like, well, okay, I guess that's fine. But oh, Master Hank didn't tolerate that shit. Nope. I had, had to handwrite hand every single <laughs> one of them at the beginning of the workshop. The whole point to this being, our actual topic is the idea that even with a master as hardcore as Master Hank, who takes no guff whatsoever, oh. can slaves still have limits? So, yeah, and it's, it's a good question, actually, because some people wonder. But um, we should explain who Master Hank is. So Master Hank is your alter ego. So as Master Dan, there's some things that you don't feel like you really should say, whether you feel like you should be politically correct. Oh, uh, presenting-wise. Presenting-wise, publisher, you know, writer-wise, podcaster-wise, you know. So you do, you're you're very empathetic and, you know, you treat things gently. Right. Master Hank, on the other hand, he's... he's Not so much. Not so much. And he's opinionated. And this is how he believes power exchange should be, at least for you. And basically stop being a punk. (laughs) Step into your seat of power. And be a master. Yeah, that, that stop being whatever and get into your seat of power and be a slave. And that master's an earned title and it's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So and people <laughs> as long as they read the whole title of the class, people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The ones that stop at I'm a delicate flat my submission is a gift and I'm a delicate flower. Right. <laughs> and they don't read the rest of it. They're, they're kind of surprised. But you might leave that class <laughs> thinking that if that's the way Master Hank likes slaves or that, and often we hear, what is the difference between a submissive and a slave? Well, a slave doesn't have limits. So that is our question. Hmm. That is our topic to explore. Should a slave have limits? So Dawn, uh, you are my slave. Yes. Should I, if I told you, hey, uh, go back to work in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Or um, well, something of, else. One of the examples I used was <laughs> is when I was in college, when I was finishing up to my degree, I could be on the last class. And if you said I had to quit, then I would have to quit. You know, that's, that's the way our relationship is. So the question is, can a slave have limits? Mm-hmm. Um. I think recently I told you that I don't have limits with you. Okay. That even the stuff that used to be a limit for me in play, that I've kind of dropped that. Because I feel like if you were going to do that, then you would have a reason. Know what I mean? But we've been together for 20 years. We've known each other for 35 years, Right. right? This is not a newbie thing. So... 
Should slave have limits? I think slaves are allowed to have limits. Yes, of course, they're allowed to have limits. Should right. they have limits? If or I'll ask it to you a different way. Somebody is coming to you and say, hey, I'm thinking about, I've known Master Sarah mm-hmm. for two years now, and I've been their submissive, and they've offered me a collar. Should I have limits? If I accept the mantle of slavery, should I have limits? Oh, I still want to buffer that one. <laughs> I, I do, because... And then the, the horn honks. So... This person that came to you says, oh, that's my ride. I got to go. So what do you think? Should I, should I be allowed to have limits or not? I would say if you want to totally embrace your slavehood, no, you shouldn't have limits. So, but at the beginning of the show, you said, we think this should be an obvious <laughs> answer. So now I'm afraid I'm answering wrong because I don't know if it's Master Dan sitting across from me or Master Hank <laughs> sitting across from me. But, in, <laughs> but we're not talking about you per se. Right. Um, I'm going to suggest that do you have, see, you, you're comfortable saying you don't have limits because you know me well enough. I've been with you for so long. And I think people that really want to embrace slavehood, oh man, I don't know, because I still want to go, you're still a human and you're allowed to have limits and you're allowed to build your slavehood into what you want it to be. And this is not like ancient times where you sign your life over. Sure. You know, this is building your fantasy life and embracing your yum. Mm -hmm. And if your yum means that you are a slave in every way except how your children are raised, that's a limit, Mm -hmm. but you can still be somebody's slave. Sure. So I think you can put boundaries around it. So it took me a while. (laughs) Why are you using the word boundaries instead of limits? Limits? Because I'm picturing it. Okay. And when I picture it, I picture a circle around the children. That's a boundary. Okay. Which is a limit, but I'm picturing it visually. Okay. So. Like a fence. uh, I don't know. Here's my opinion on the topic. Okay. Slaves can absolutely have limits. It may even be healthy to be to have limits, mm-hmm. but there is great power in mm-hmm. releasing those limits and allowing yourself to be fully led and fully surrendered to somebody. Yeah. The trick is, do you know somebody well enough that you can do that? You know me well enough that you can say, I have no limits because I'm not going to say stop dating your boyfriend unless I had some insanely good reason to do so. Or right. I'm not going to say quit your job or get this job or vote this way or stay home tonight or any whacked out limit breaking thing. Um, and not, all right, stay home tonight's not a good one. Steal, <laughs> steal a car for me, right? Or drink this stuff that might be acid or have unprotected sex with someone, right? Yeah, you're not going to do that. And if you did, I would have to make the decision of keeping my collar on or not. So... It's tricky, right? You mm-hmm. could look at it two ways. You could say, I have no limits because I know my master well enough not, that he won't say those things. Mm-hmm. Or you could look at it the other way and say, I actually do have limits as long as my master, but I'm pretty confident my master is never going <laughs> to test those. Because me telling you to have unprotected sex with someone could be life-threatening. Yeah, yeah. 
So. Or go score me some pot. Oh, yeah. See? See, and that's a particular – here in Ohio, that's not – both it's not legal and also I can't handle my drugs. Right. You know? So that's definitely something where you would say, yeah, that's a limit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now, the reality is it's not even an important question to me. Have your moral and ethical boundaries in place – and if master says, hey, go score me some pot, look him dead in the eye and say, no, sir. And then take your punishment and move on with your life and reevaluate. Do I really want to be controlled by the kind of master that would give me an order that could put me in jail right. and would do something detrimental to his health yeah. or her health? Yeah, exactly. So- and I know you, my, my listeners in Colorado right now are like, dude. It's not a big deal. Well, <laughs> in Ohio, it is still a bigger deal. You than... are a, you've, you've mentioned this on the show before. You are a, re, I'm going to say recovered addict, but it's one day at a time, right? Uh, see, so, now all, my, all of our 12-step listeners are recovered addict. Oh, no. no, yeah. You're not supposed to say that. In I know, time. I know. So recovering, maybe. You're no. an addict. Yeah. So that would be, and it would go against our contract. That is one of the things that would blow oh, yeah. up our contract. The flip side of it is also, on the other hand, I don't ask anybody to be my slave that does have, that I'm not going to, that I want to have so few limits, right? Uh, Kaya was a collared submissive, right? right? Because I, we had boundaries built into that relationship that mm-hmm. were very clear. Uh, so that's just interesting. Anyway, I'm tired of that topic. So. Yeah. If you want to hear more about it, mm. you could be a Patreon listener because tonight we are going to, as soon as we finish wrapping up this podcast, we're going to pick up the copy of Living MS sitting here and we're going to start turning it into a audio treat for nice. our Patreon listeners. Uh, we can't do it as an audio book because of challenges with our publisher. So instead, we will give it away as a little thank you to those uh, Patreon peeps. Cool. I guess we need a segue. We do. I don't know what's next. Uh, what's next is the, um, uh, we recently got a minute, a, a comment about our episode not too long ago about polyamory change management. Mm-hmm. And somebody had said they'd been dealing with a lot of shit lately. And when Dawn said, when things get stagnant, the universe tends to kick you in the ass. Uh, they just wrote in to say that really resonated with them. And that they were able to draw some resolve from it. Oh, good. So that was really neat. And it wasn't too long after. So, one, it's great. Oh, we are so fortunate to have uh, one of, as much as I would love all of our listeners to be Patreon supporters, that'd be super. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also super is a lot of our users, a lot of our listeners take the time and energy to write us and little things like this saying, I'm digging the podcast. Yeah. This thing really resonated with me. Uh, as we've said many times, that really keeps us going. Um, well, we, um, oh, shoot. Master so-and-so said something, and I really wish that I could remember how he phrased it. But it was something to the effect of that we don't make money doing this, but we put a lot of energy into it. So it's nice to get a little bit of energy back. And sometimes that is in the form of being a Patreon supporter, and sometimes that is in the form of, just a thank you. Yep. So an energy 
energy exchange. And, and sometimes it's just people coming up to you at events and saying, hey, I'm a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. Yep. At Kinky College, as a matter of fact, we ran into Ringo Red and Kink Slut XO, <laughs> as well as Little Dragon and some other podcast listeners that names I did not write down oh, and no. or get permission to say their names. So. And as you mentioned, the four so named Master So-and-so was there as well. Absolutely. So and it was Kinky College, 600 people, fantastic hotel, love that event. We're taken care of there. Um, we did uh, Slutty Sex for Real Relationships. We always had fun. fun with that one. We led a roundtable at lunchtime on So You Want to Be a Presenter. Yep. I had good fun with that one. Yep. And then the two um, power exchange ones. So on Sunday. So You know, we've been going to, to KK for, I don't know, 10 years. Oh, at more than that, because yeah. we actually vended at one of them, and that's been more than 10 years ago. And I would say this is probably one of the best ones we've been to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very neat. Good. And All I, the classes were packed. It was fantastic. Even the one o'clock Sunday class, the last class of the weekend, yep. and it was packed. And I got some great naps in. You did. You got some great naps in. It is very nap-centric episode today. I think it we is. talked about naps earlier. <laughs> uh, it's funny because somebody mentioned earlier, somebody asked one of those questions like, what was the favorite vacation you ever went on? Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, I, I told them what mine was, and they responded by saying, so really what you said was that your your favorite vacations are the ones where you get a lot of naps in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's not a lie. <laughs> it's true. Uh, speaking of polyamory, the polyamory uh, toolkit, our latest book. Uh, we got our book. So every month, uh, Kindle sell, tells us or Amazon tells us how we've done. Mm-hmm. And it was really neat to see that our U.S. sales have been. Um, I mean, we're not, out. We're yeah. We're, we're doing great with U.S. sales. Best sales of ever. For, I mean, we're not doing Stephen King numbers, no. but we're certainly doing numbers that we're happy with. Yep. Uh, but also we had two separate um, European European purchasers and mm-hmm. an Australian purchasers. Yeah. So that was all. That's just, just kind of neat to say, wow, people are, are hearing about the book and it's moving around and now it's moving into other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I hand mail those out, so it, it always surprises me when um, the postage is almost as much as the book. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that's it's that's kind of neat. So I'd have to fill out that little customs form and yep, yep, send them away. Uh, what I did not get from Europe or Australia this time around was any food on boobs. No, but I did get some tentacles. <laughs> what if if I got uh, seafood? From a classically named woman in Australia. I could say I got shrimp on the Barbie. Ha, 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 so ha. That's a little Australian comedy <laughs> for you, Right. So, oh, we had that book. I bet you we still have it. Yeah. That translate Australian to, to American. <laughs> sent, sent by a American. podcast listener a million years ago. <laughs> yep, yep. So, Neophyte Achen, maybe? Achen, mm-hmm. Achen. Sent an artsy robo tentacle, so that was kind of neat. So they were metal tentacles. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we actually have awesome. um, going to have a tentacle poster on the wall, and we'll be back to video podcasting pretty soon. Good, good. Pretty soon. So people can see my purple hair. They could see your purple hair on the old Instagram, the latest Instagram oh, picture uh, that we put out there. You and I were recently presenting on 
Holly Amory, mm-hmm. at the Ohio State University here in Columbus, Ohio. We were, so that was fun. So we have a Instagram picture on there. So and you can see us on Instagram at Erotic Awakening. But we don't have a lot of time to talk about that right now. We have Beyond the Love coming up mm-hmm. on November 10th and 11th. That is this weekend coming up. Uh, if you don't already have your tickets, I will probably put this out and you'll probably be too late. Probably so. So, Or maybe only have a day or two. But um, for more information, and this is 2019, in case anybody's good, interested. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you can go to beyondthelove.org for and more information. If nothing else, go to that site just to see the website. Yeah. I built it. I know you did. So. I enjoyed that. Good job. New subscribers to the newsletters include, God damn it, Adam, from Pennsylvania. <laughs> and Abby from Wisconsin. Get your EA shout outs. Head over to eroticawakening.com and you'll find a link to the EA newsletter. Awesome. So, and take a moment to support the podcast. You can rate us on the Apple Podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you like what you're doing, Keep you doing like it. You're doing? <laughs> if you like what we're doing, though, you have to head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening and take a look at the options like discounted stuff, extra content, and more. Bye, Dan. Bye, Don.